This is a niche radio podcast. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or log into www.nicheradio.co.za. Welcome to Trader Gang Money Matters. Um, as promised, guys, we're expecting the Reserve Bank on Thursday to announce if they're going to cut the repo rate. Um, they're going to have a meeting on Thursday and it may lead to a further chop in interest rates, okay? And it is expected to cut the repo rates for the fifth time this year, most likely by 25 basis points to an all-time low of 3.5%. This means that for a general consumer, um, it means less payments. Basically, things become cheaper, I'd say. So they cut the interest rates in May by 50 basis points after the economy was shut down. And that followed with two aggressive 100 basis point cuts in succession in March and April. If you have like a car loan or, or a home loan, when there's an interest rate cut, it basically puts the money back into your pockets. So if let's say, for example, you have a car loan where you're paying 5,000 rand and they cut the interest rate, then it can possibly mean you'd be paying less than that 5,000 rand, okay? So, but if you, you know, I'd, I'd suggest that you do not, even though because of the interest rate, it goes, you know, they might cut it again, they're going to cut it again. Don't use that as, as an opportunity to say, okay, I'm going to pay a fixed amount that I owe. I would suggest stick to the payment plan that you initially had outside of the interest rate cuts. That way, not only do you finish paying your bills quicker, but you basically finish your obligations or financial obligations quicker than than anticipated. Okay, if, if you're saving towards retirement and you you have investments, this cut would literally mean that you'll have more buying power so that you have a, a better return in the near future. Even if it's a even if it's a um, a short term downward move it will still benefit you in the long run in terms of your returns. So this is the perfect time to start and grow your business. If it's a, you know, if you want to start a small business, to pay off your credit cards, if you have credit cards, uh, if you have student loans, this is the perfect time to start paying back. This way, when the market or when the Reserve Bank announces that everything is has to be taken back to normal, then at least you would have paid out some of those things. So borrowing becomes cheaper if interest rates are cut down and borrowing becomes expensive if interest rates go up. So if you want to know more about interest rates, I have a chapter in my book, Time Value of Money. You can you know place your order and then you'll, be, you'll definitely learn more about how interest rates work and how they affect people you know, how to take advantage of different markets and how to basically put yourself in a good position to your financial independence. These are truly hard times, guys, because different fund managers are taking funds overseas. Um, They're trying to identify opportunities and they're dissecting the world of money from a global perspective. And this means that, you know, they're in search or they're on the hunt for the best possible returns. But they're doing that overseas, not in South Africa, mainly because of everything that's happening, basically. Like, at this point, 
invest in South Africa as not a good place to place money right now. Because of corruption, because of the virus, because of the economic numbers coming out, how the GJSC has been performing. Just to bring into perspective, right, like most of the companies that were listed in the JSE, at, at some point it was 601 stocks. And right now, you know, almost half of that is gone. So basically that has fallen to 344 stocks. So this can be a really good opportunity in terms of if you're trying to get into the markets, if you're trying to get into the finance industry, because the more cleanup there is, the more opportunity there is for South Africans to build the kind of JSE that they want. But again, as I discussed in the other podcast, there's different requirements in, to list on the JSE and how the JSE operates. So it's not as simple as I'm making it out to be. But I truly believe that if there was ever any time you wanted to, to get into markets, finance and everything, it's probably right now. And I think over a long term period, it's going to give absolutely, it's going to be worth it. Of course, to be an asset manager is also not an easy task. In fact, you have to be regulated, you have to be keen visuals, you have to be, you know, to have compliance officers in your company and to make sure that you're handling the money properly. And also, you know, these licenses, obviously, they're FSCA licenses, Financial Services Conduct Authority. It's even more extreme now because the asset management industry and asset managers are about to be even more regulated, like the same way as banks. So the level of regulation just literally went even deeper, you know, even more complex than what it is now. So with regards to some of the deals that I was telling you guys about that, you know, though the coronavirus has impacted a lot the economy and stuff, but it still, it, it affected the deal making or the deal structuring sector very, you know, very little. Uh, uh, obviously, as I said also that, it's just the regulation part and, you know, the purchase prices and all of those things are affected. But other than that, there's still deals, measures and acquisitions that are still moving forward. For example, Zeta has decided to sell 32% stake in egg and boiler producer Quantum Foods for just five rand a share. So you tell us if that's, you know, is that a fair deal or not, okay? So Quantum's share price traded near its nine rand net asset value. Another deal is Tsuho and TFG. So Tsuho-san has managed to make some money wisely with the 465 million rand sale of part of its Seychelles operations. So it sold its iconic resort uh, for 465 million rand. Of course, there's that Edcon and the, uh, the Foshini group as well that I discussed and Balo World. Like it's trying to get out of a proposed acquisition of Tongat, and I don't know if you guys have heard, but Tongat has also been, you know, it was actually suspected to potentially be the next Steinhoff. Tongat's starch business was approved by the tribunal, the competition tribunal, without conditions to the KLLL, KLL group. So I truly believe as an entrepreneur, I know you guys are under pressure just like me, especially now, because things are very, you know, rules have changed, things are a bit more difficult, there's literally we're going around looking for customers and clients, but listen, this is how the entrepreneurship journey is, doesn't mean you should put yourself under pressure, doesn't mean you should burn out, it doesn't mean you should quit disciplining yourself, you should stop, um, 
being focused and all of that it doesn't mean you have to go through all of that and you don't have to set unrealistic goals such as you know putting yourself under pressure to make multi-millions or multi-billions it's gonna happen it's gonna get to that point but everything is a process you can't get frustrated by the process you have to keep going okay and you know it's times like these that entrepreneurs see op- seize opportunities. I mean, even if you look at Stripe, for example, these these two boys they didn't know what they were doing and they were trying to figure out how to start a software company. And now they're worth billions right now. But that was not the target. Okay, don't focus too much on trying to make money so much that you actually forget why you're doing it. Because to, in order to create value in something, you have to you have to like see do it for reasons other than money okay so right now i mean i remember with uber for example they kept their seed capital pitch very simple very honest and they had no idea that they were going to be so big but basically what they said was okay in a worst case scenario we'll be a limo company you know we'll be like uh, we'll take care of our executives for convenience sake uh, we will have will be like a ten ten man car type of thing, and we'll, we'll make this amount of money. But in the best case scenario, we'll be a market leader making a billion dollars plus in revenue per year, and or break, broken down realistically, it would be twenty to thirty million per year in yearly profits. Mind you, they had no idea that Uber would be as big as they are today doing what you love, something that you're passionate about, but don't end up hating that thing or end up hating your work because of what comes with it, like the pressure that comes with it, everything that comes with it. You have to constantly, consistently stay focused and stay disciplined. And again, as I said, do it for reasons other than money. The money will come, it's, it's guaranteed. Okay, so what do you guys think about, you know, the influencer business? You know the the models or the celebrities that are on Instagram and they're selling posts. I mean, I just saw the other day, The Rock's per Instagram post, you'd have to pay him a million dollars for one Instagram post if you want him to post about something. And I think people like Kim Kardashian, they charge 800 and something thousand dollars. So for me personally, I don't think it's a sustainable business model because your followers don't really necessarily... Uh, equal or they don't result in your traditional sales so basically people that are following you it's it's very difficult to measure if the people that are buying your product are actually coming from your social media or if the people that are buying the products it's organic you know it's organic people or customers so i don't feel like long term is sustainable in that sense because even if you have 185 million followers like kylie jenner uh, who supposedly made a billion dollars of, you know, her Kylie Cosmetics because of her followers. I don't think that's true. It's unrealistic. She's probably close to a billion dollars, but she hasn't reached that yet because um, there's no way to measure how much she's made off Instagram. I'm not knocking anyone's hustle, so if that's your thing, if you want to be an influencer, that's fine. But And it's not going to go anywhere. But I honestly feel like, you know, it's very difficult to... To get followers to buy your product if you're gonna influence it like these paid partnerships and all of that but it's up to you i suppose it's up to you what you want to do and if you guys i would love your opinion on on that kind of business and if you are an influencer how's it going for you so we can teach others and so forth for more 
visit www.nicheradio.co.za.